This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I am your host today, Jared Timms. I am joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime today, Nate Green. Nate, how are you doing? I don't know, Jared. I just don't know. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And forewarning before we get any further, if you're looking for an Angels podcast, that's not one today. We are not an Angels podcast today. We're not talking about the Angels. Actually... Nate doesn't even know what we're talking about because it took us a couple minutes off uh, off the podcast to figure out what we're talking about. But I straight up, right when I called Nate, was like, we are not talking about the Angels today, and I don't care about what you have to say. And I don't care what the Angels did. I don't care what Shohei Otani did. We're not talking about the Angels. We kind of are, though. I'm not going to lie. We kind of are because it's going to be a Mike Trout appreciation podcast. When in doubt, turn to Mike Trout. Is that okay, Nate? Yeah, that's fine. All right, that's 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 what I thought. So, let's start it off with I don't know. Let's start it off with our favorite Mike Trout memory. What do you got, Nate? Favorite Mike Trout memory. I I think my favorite Mike Trout memory, oh, the cycle when he hits the bomb to right center. Um, I don't know. I I love the the uh, the robbing of the home run in Baltimore. I I think that that's like one of his most iconic moments that I always remember him, which is weird because people say his defense is just okay, but that's the first thing that I think of is, uh, well, I guess second thing because I thought of the cycle first, but yeah. I, I'm with you. I think that's probably one of the most memorable Mike Trout things. I mean, I was at the game where he robbed Jesus Montero in center field. I remember the play. I know exactly where I was sitting. It was fantastic. I remember exactly what I said when Jesus Montero hit the ball, and it was fantastic. It was it was really good, and there are so many great Mike Trout memories. I mean, I, I don't even know where to where to really begin. But first, before we get going any further, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to this amazing Not Angels podcast today. We're just going to go with a Mike Trout appreciation podcast because honestly, the Angels really didn't even play yesterday. Uh, we're not even going to talk about it. We're going to get on to the next game. Hopefully, maybe even get on to the next series, and we'll just kind of see. How it plays. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to this Mike Trout Appreciation Podcast. We really do appreciate it here at Talking Halos. If you want to go follow us on any of our social medias, just look us up at Talking Halos. We have a lot of fun there. If you want to get in contact with us, shoot us a message, you know, relay any messages to us, tell us 
We're doing a great job. Give, give us any ideas of what we want to talk about because this is just one of those days that I don't want to talk about the Angels, and I know you guys don't want to listen to us talk about the Angels because it's just not fun right now. It's really not. So thanks so much for sticking with us here at Talking Halos. If you guys had any questions, comments, you can shoot us an email at TalkingHalos at gmail.com. You can follow myself on Twitter at Jared underscore Tims. You can go complain to Nate Green because it's all Nate's fault anyways at NateGreen34 on Twitter. And guys, give us one second to pay the bills. Some mornings you wake up feeling ready to just pull the covers back over your head and go back to sleep. No judgment, of course, but let's make having the most comfortable sheets the reason why. Don't love your sheets? Brooklinen has you covered. They work directly with the manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without those luxury level markups. And Brooklinen is much more than just sheets. They've got comforters, pillows, towels, even loungewear, and so much more. So go to brooklinen.com and use the promo code BUDS, B-U-D-S, to get 25% off when you spend $100 or more. Plus, you get free shipping. Check out the description box for more, but that's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code B-U-D-S, all in capitals, to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more. Plus, you get free shipping. All right, Nate. So, enough with all the introductions. We can get this Mike Trout Appreciation Podcast going. What do you want to talk about, Mike Trout? I mean, I have his stats pulled up. We can talk about his his Fangraph stats because he is absolutely unbelievable. We can talk about some more... What's your favorite in-game moment? Your favorite time that you were at a game and you saw Mike Trout do something unbelievable? Favorite in-game moment. Wow. And this is tougher for me because I was away for a couple of years and didn't really get to as many Angel games um, as I was at, you know, Cardinal games and stuff like that because of being uh, in Missouri. But um, let's see. Favorite in-game I was at the All-Star game he was at, which was fun, one of them. Um, but I, I think, he, yeah, I, I was there when he hit one of his, his Grand Slams, which is always fun to be at. Um, so, yeah, probably probably when he hit one of his Grand Slams. Uh, which one? I, literally every home run I remember him hitting when I'm there is to right field. Um, like, I know that sounds weird, too, but. That's all I remember hitting his home runs to right field. Any Mike Trout is any Mike Trout home run is fantastic. It really, really is. It's just it's something different. It's it's like watching a Barry Bonds home run. And I know you guys are probably being like, oh, what about the steroids, you know, Jared? But let's be fair here. Barry Bonds was the best pure hitter, and Mike Trout's the best pure hitter since Barry Bonds. I mean, it, it's there's no real contest there. And I mean. How do we even compare? How, how do we compare Mike Trout to others? I think that's a, actually a, kind of an interesting question to move on to, is how do we compare him to guys like Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle and Barry Bonds and those guys who played in a different era? I mean, do we take away from what some of these guys did? Because Mike Trout's playing in such a pitcher-heavy you know, era, in a sense, right now, the fastball era, the, the velo era, or... You know, can we – I don't even know, Nate. You, you kind of get what I'm saying with this one, though? Yeah, yeah, but he's also playing in a juice ball era, which I know the ball was juiced uh, – what was that, uh, 80s? Well, the ball was – uh, there were other things juiced when Barry Bonds played. Yeah, that was 
that was nineties, uh, early two thousands. Yeah, we we know what else was used there. But to be fair, Barry Bonds has the best hand-eye coordination I think of any baseball player I have ever seen. Um, just ridiculous. His hands were so fast. Um, it was ridiculous to to watch him play. But Mike Trout is the best player at this point in anyone's career. Um, I think I saw a stat the other day which showed um, six Hall of Famers at this point. Uh, what was it? It was it was exactly 1,268 games played, and he had better numbers than all six of them, and they were like high-class um, Hall of Famers. It was like Griffey, Mantle, um, maybe Aaron. Hank Aaron was on that list as well. Like It was just ridiculous to see his numbers compared to some of the people that we consider the greatest players ever, and he's already better than some of their numbers. Well, Mike Trout's going to go down as one of the best, if not the best player of all time. And yes. I, I, I truly believe that, and I don't know how you can compare it. And that's my that's my honest opinion there. I, I don't think you can compare it. I think that every era is going to continue to get better and better, but I don't think we're going to continue – to see Mike Trouts pop up. I think that we see Mike Trouts pop up for a season or two, kind of like it's been. Like, we've seen Cody Bellinger do his thing, and right now Ronald Acuna and Mookie Betts is probably the next closest thing to Mike Trout. And those those guys have their years. And Andrew, Andrew McCutcheon was that way for a little while, where it was like, dang, who would you rather have, McCutcheon or Trout? And even Bryce Harper, in a sense, was that way. I think Bryce Harper's kind of underrated to a lot of people. He's a very good baseball player, but... No one is going to, I don't think, ever be as consistent as Mike Trout. Mike Trout is unbelievable, stupid good, ridiculously good. And I don't think you can compare him to anybody. I think it's very difficult to compare him just because of the era that Trout's playing in and the way pitchers are throwing the ball. Like, and this is always a cop-out answer, but Babe Ruth is not Babe Ruth if he's playing in this era. Babe Ruth is probably a, maybe a college baseball player. Maybe, right? Yeah, he, he probably plays uh, big league ball, but not at the level he did. Yeah, I, I mean, it would be very interesting to see. I mean, do you have a – it's kind of weird to think think about this. Is there is there a Babe Ruth comp for who plays baseball in our era here that you can think of? I've always – Sandoval. I, who is it? Pablo Sandoval. Oh, come on there. I've always been told Eric Hensky. Uh the, the only reason I said Pablo Sandoval is just because he actually is dirty on the mound. But the, pure, the pure size? Yeah, the size. And he actually is dirty on the mound. He he doesn't get used that often on the mound, but he is kind of dirty on the mound. So. Yeah, so I, I, I'm with us there on that one. And it's it'll be, it'll be kind of interesting. So, Nate, next question for us here. If there was one player in Major League Baseball history to build your team around, who would it be? You can pick one player, one player, hit pitcher or hitter. I think it's got to be a hitter, though. Yeah, I mean, pitchers, I, I'm always a huge pitcher guy, but it's tough to build a, a staff, a, an entire team around a pitcher. I think you got to go position player. Um, and honestly, I think it's got to be up the middle, whether it's a catcher, a shortstop, or a center fielder. I think it's got to be one of those three positions. Um, I mean, Mike Trout's the obvious answer. But if we're if we're looking for someone other than Mike Trout, are we? I I, I don't know. I, I think Mike Trout is the obvious answer for 
um, to start a team around. I mean, he's got speed. He plays pretty good defense. I, I know they say his defense is just okay, but they have to complain about something because that's the world we live in. We, we can't allow people to be good at everything. Um, and he can hit. He rakes. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's got to be Mike Trout. Barry Bonds? Uh, I, yeah, but like like I said, defensively, and, and what Barry Bonds am I getting? Like, am I getting the Barry Bonds before have, steroids, after have, steroids, or during steroids? Well, that's an interesting conversation to have there because the reason why I would always vote for Barry Bonds to be in the Hall of Fame was because before steroid Barry Bonds was really freaking good. It wasn't Mike Trout. But he was a Hall of Famer, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So he, he probably would have hit 400 to 500 home runs. He probably would have stole uh, four to 500 bases. Like, he, he would have been a really good player, but he, he took it himself to a whole nother level. Yeah, and I think i got to kind of push Barry Bonds, in a sense, for being that pick just because of how amazing Barry Bonds was. I mean, you could also pick Mickey Mantle in his prime when he wasn't hurt. I think that's a pretty pretty close one. Joe DiMaggio is an interesting one you can pick. Who would you pick on the pitching side of things if you had to pick a pitcher? <laughs> I know who I pick. I'll, I'll just say it right now. Pedro Martinez, for me. I was going to say, uh, you know what's hilarious is you could even go current player again. Um, Jacob DeGrom would be an interesting guy to go with. But like I said, I'm a huge Roger Clemens guy, so I'd probably go Roger Clemens just because – um, his competitiveness, he pitched really well in big games. Everywhere he went, they, they seemed to be in the playoffs. And I know he played for some really good teams, but he he was just very, very competitive. And I love that in a pitcher. Except Pedro. Pedro might be it for me. I think Pedro is one of, if not the best pitchers of all time. And Roger's right there, though, too. Roger, Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds should for sure be Hall of Famers. So... I mean, I don't know what else to talk about, Nate. What else do we have? I, I Honestly, like I said, if you guys listen to this podcast, I wasn't kidding. We're not talking about the Angels. We can talk about Mike Trout all we want, but I know you guys don't want to listen to to us complain and talk about this horrible, the horrible game yesterday that the Angels had. I mean, I don't even want to recap. I don't even want to preview the game for today, this Sunday day game. I, I Honestly, I don't even want to I – don't, I don't want to talk about it. I know you guys don't want to hear about it. So, Nate, what else do you got? Let, throw throw something out at me. I did see an interesting question um, a couple days ago, and it was um, if you could pick one athlete, in, like injury-prone athlete, to never get hurt in his career, who would it be? Ooh, that is tough. I, I, I mean, Mickey Mantle is probably the first name that comes to mind. I, I mean, Nick Aidenhart's another one. I don't know if that really counts, like injury-wise. I would have loved to have seen what Nick Aidenhart could do. I mean, we can we can probably make a lot of these with players that have died too young as well, and I don't want to really get onto that side of things. So we'll just stay to the injury side of things, and I'll say Bo Jackson. I know that's a really popular answer, and I, I don't know. I, I know that we we kind of we're not in the Bo Jackson era, but everything that I've seen of Bo Jackson is absolutely unfreaking believable. Like they're they don't make athletes like that. Like you can't, you can't make an athlete like that. I, I, I mean, it's it's almost impossible. To some of the stuff that he does, he did, 
the fact that he was a all-pro running back, a Heisman running back, I think, as well, and then got hurt and then was like, screw it, I want to play baseball and become a really freaking good baseball player. Like, the thing, one thing with Bo Jackson that always comes to mind for me is the throw. You've seen that throw where he throws the ball. I'm, it could be 120 miles an hour. I don't know. But it yeah. was an absolute freaking cannon. He, like, caught a pop fly in left field, and the guy didn't tag up, and he threw it to first base. I, I've never seen a ball thrown that, that hard before. Like, I would have to assume that that ball made some kind of sound. But that's probably my answer, Bo Jackson, to that well, one. Well, Nate. Yeah, the other play that I remember with Bo is when he catches it and runs up the wall. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable athlete. Yeah. Unbelievable yeah. athlete. Uh, for me, I, I'd go Ken Griffey Jr. I'm a huge Griffey guy. Um, I think he would be in the Mike Trout, like it would be Mike Trout, Ken Griffey Jr. talk if he stayed healthy because that guy was one of the best. He, he is probably the second best clean player of all time, Mike Trout being the first, um, the way his numbers are looking. But I, I would say Griffey's probably the the best or second best clean player of all time. I'm I'm with I, that's another guy for sure that popped in my head. It, it's between Griffey and Bo Jackson for sure. I, Griffey's probably goes Griffey probably has the all time home run leader if if he doesn't get hurt. He probably hits 800. I think is that unfair to say that? No, I mean he was he was so much fun to watch, man. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was unbelievable. Again, a little bit before our times, and I would love to hear if anybody else had anything else. Uh, anybody else to say? I mean, there's there's definitely guys that I can't even you know imagine. There's been I can't think of the Angels pitcher that that kind of got hurt, and I can't remember his name. Bo Belinsky. Did he? I think he died. Okay. I don't know. I I'm stealing it. I'm I'm off on the wrong one. You keep, you keep going on the dead guys. Yeah, Come on. I know. Stay, stay with me. I'm that's the, another guy. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that's that's a tough one. You can even you could actually even pull off and Jackie Robinson day was just not too long ago. Jackie Robinson, if if he would have played a full career in the major leagues, you know, instead of the Negro Negro leagues, and even guys that played in that league were able to play professional baseball for that long. Like Satchel Page and, and that was the first name I was gonna say because he yeah. didn't come up until what forty two. Oh, and and he was unbelievable. <laughs> you yeah. know that that that's another you know interesting conversation. I I've never I personally haven't really done that much research on on the Negro leagues, and I, I wish I would do some more research to see some of these. I mean, we only hear about the big names, you know, the Jackie Robinsons, the Satchel Pages, but we don't hear about the smaller names that have you know that aren't mentioned as much that even are in the Hall of Fame that we don't get to hear about. I mean, Cool Papa Bell is one of them that that I can remember. I, I don't know, Nate, is there anybody else? I'm, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here now with the, with the Negro Leagues, but... Was, wasn't Roy Kempstel with the, yeah. the Negro Leagues? Uh, yeah. Really, really good catcher. Yeah. Um, That's another guy who you could say if he didn't get hurt as well. I know he got sick. Yeah. Uh, Lou Gehrig's another one. I know, again, another guy who got sick. But if Lou Gehrig would have continued to play, who knows what he would have had? Mickey Mantle, and I know I mentioned that as well. But, but yeah, I mean, you you can make some honest, you know, honestly good, good player names there from from the Negro leagues, and it would have been interesting to see what would have happened if those guys were would have been able to play professional baseball. So, you know, I I I didn't want to talk Angels baseball with you guys. I 
I, I think we're all kind of frustrated at the Angels. I didn't want to bring them up too much, and this is, our, I guess, our kind of little time to talk about it, Nate. Do you want to kind of throw out any final thoughts on the Angels and hope that, you know, maybe we throw some good juju their way? Yeah, I think uh, we're at a point where some people want to panic, and I, I don't think it's time to panic yet. I think uh, Rendon should be back Monday against Texas. I think that's probably the best time to bring Trout back as well. Like, um I don't remember if we talked about this on the record or off the record, but um, Mike Trout says he hates playing in Houston because it is very hard to see for him. So that could be one of the reasons why they're just keeping him out just an extra couple days to be like, hey, um, you're hurt. We don't want you to get more hurt doing something. So let's just keep him out and get to Texas where he loves Texas. He likes to rake there. Um, so I, I think we can we can hold off on the panic button and – and wait to see what this team looks like when we get healthy in the next couple of days because we do have some guys who should be back. Rendon, Trout, uh, I would expect Stassi back first day in Texas, maybe maybe the last of that series. But, um, yeah, I, I think wait to hit the panic button still early. I'm with you. I'm with you. Don't, don't, don't hit the panic button yet. This isn't a 60-game season. we got 162. This is only, what, game 19 or 20 so far? Uh, a lot of baseball left. A lot of baseball left, guys. So, as always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Jared underscore Tims. You can go complain to Nate on Twitter at, Jared, at, at NateGreen34. Wow, you can't follow Nate at my under – wow. But you can complain to Jared if you would like. Yeah, you can complain to me. It's, it's not be People already complain to me. I'm, you know, I get enough complaining. Trust me. Everybody who's been adding me with all the stuff that I that quote tweeted, go ahead and do that. That's fine. I I don't care. I'm I'm used to it. So, guys, follow us on all, all our social media accounts. Subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a review. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And have a great rest of your day. Mm-hmm.